Good afternoon. This is Corey and Ryan with the Unqualified Commission podcast. Hello. This is uh, episode two. Uh, this is our first official episode. Yep. Uh, the first episode was the introduction. So this is the actual. This is the actual show. Last week, um, Ryan and I kind of wrote down some ideas and came up with a topic that we we're going to talk about this week. And that topic we came up with was what should Christians partake in? Yep. Um, Ryan and I have talked pre-show. <laughs> we definitely have some hot takes in this one, so forgive us if we are out of line <laughs> and misinformed. But we're going to try our best to try to give it to you simple, give you the what the Word of God says, and uh, try not to be too far from what, what is the correct answer. Um, So when I went home this week, I I conducted an experiment. I don't know that this was a good experiment, but it was an experiment nonetheless. Uh, So AI, or artificial intelligence, has been grossly uh, growing every single day. There seems to be extreme gross in artificial intelligence uh, development. Uh, So I went home. And I asked a artificial intelligence chatbot some really hard questions. So the uh, the hot take of this week that I that I talked to Ryan about was, uh, as a Christian, should we partake in things like going to the movie theater? And uh, Ryan and I have differences of opinion in this, but uh, that that's okay. So the first prompt I asked the AI when I got home was, make me a podcast episode of why you should not go to the movies. And the artificial intelligence, being the artificial intelligence is always on the safe side, said, I am sorry, I am an artificial intelligence language model and do not have the capability to create podcasts. However, I can provide you with some points of what could be included in your podcast about why someone would not want to go to movies. And if you read these answers that the artificial intelligence gave to me, they're absolute garbage. Absolute (laughs) garbage of reasons why I should not go to the movies. Reason number one says, Crowds. Movie theaters can be busy and crowded, especially on weekends and holidays. This can make it difficult to find good seats and enjoy the movie experience. Okay, it's been a very long time... Since I went to the movie theater, and we'll talk about this later, um, but it was not so crowded that you could not get a, t- uh, a ticket and a seat. Uh, so I, th- I think that was a little bit... Unless it's opening weekend. Uh, uh, maybe, maybe. There are some movies out there that maybe it would be that crowded, but uh, I, uh, I've not experienced that mm-hmm. in the times I've been to the movies. Uh, so the second one, it, uh, it got this one correct. It's a cost. Going to the movies can be very expensive, especially if you factor in the cost of tickets, concessions, and parking. That is the truest statement I've ever heard in my life. Concessions, yep. <laughs> concessions. You know, I, uh, I watched a show that broke down concessions. It was a business show. And do you know they do a tactic where they overprice the small and the medium grossly, like by 200%. To make the large seem Look like a good deal, yeah. it's like we're gonna price the small at nine dollars, 
We're going to price the medium at 10. We're going to price the extra, 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 extra large at 11. Who in their right <laughs> mind is going to choose the medium or the small? You know, so mm-hmm. uh, definitely costs in the movie theater. Um, it says, reason number three, distractions. People talking, texting, or using their phones during the movie can be very distracting and detract from the overall experience. I have never experienced anyone in my life, especially modern day theaters, texting or um, I, I know and the experiences I've had if you've been rowdy, rambunctious acting a fool those those underpaid employees will take you out in a heartbeat that, that's just been my experience so um, this uh, the AI that I uh, was talking to in this in this experiment was trained prior to 2021 so uh, it's it, it tells you it warns you against uh, asking about very current events because it, it wasn't trained in the data set uh, prior to prior to 2000 or uh, I guess not prior but all its knowledge came from prior 2021. It says the fourth reason why someone would not want to go to the movie theater it says poor sound and picture quality. Some theaters may have outdated and poorly maintained sound and picture systems, which can detract from the quality of the movie. I've never seen a theater with I was going to say, I remember going quality. to the movie theater as a kid, and even the, the Adobe and all those, uh, and, and all these products are sponsors, but I remember some of those, those IMAX experience. I mean, that was the best sound I've ever heard mm-hmm. in my life, and coming from a deaf guy, it was pretty good sound. <laughs> <laughs> but... So I don't think that's a real reason. So here we have uh, very few answers that were actually um, reasons why you should not go to the movie theater. Uh, the one being probably cost. That's probably the one big reason that a lot of people don't want to go to movie theaters. But I want to deep dive a little bit tonight of asking should Christians go to movie theaters. And maybe, maybe I should have asked the artificial intelligence that question, but it, it didn't cross my mind at that point. But Ryan and I tonight want to talk about not just cost, not just poor sound quality of the movie, but should you go to the movies as a person who professes to be like Christ? And uh, I'm not saying I'm correct, I'm not saying Ryan is wrong in this, but we, we do kind of have some opposing views on this viewpoint. Um, this is just my personal calling, and I'm not saying this is the right answer for you, but it has been a very long time. Uh, my wife and I were very first dating, and we've been married nine years now. So um, it was the very first of our dates that we went to the movie theater, and we have not returned since. Do I think that's for everyone? Absolutely not. Um, do I think that there's good shows that you can watch at the movie theaters? Yes, but as for me and my conviction, I have been revealed not to go to the movie theater. Ryan, kind of give me some of your experiences on, or life points, or what you believe, and we'll, we'll kind of unpack it a little bit. Honestly, I just believe that it depends on what you're watching. I mean, if you're going there <clears throat> watching, you know, a rated R movie that says the F word every two seconds. You shouldn't be watching it anywhere, not just at the movie theaters, you know. I mean, as a Christian, um, you need to watch what you intake. I mean, right here in Proverbs 3, verse... Yeah, Proverbs 4, verse 23, sorry. 
Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Keep your mouth free from perversity. Keep your corrupt talk far from your lips. That was 23 and 24. And whatever you you know, you know intake, it gets into your heart and everything you do flows from it. It um, affects how you act. So tell me some of the movies that you like to partake in at the movie theater. Well, I mean, here recently I went and watched Avatar. It was a good movie, even though I fell asleep through the first half. The second half was pretty pretty good. So the first half was boring. The second half. It's, was it great. took a minute to get up there, but. <laughs> okay, so um, what are the average movies that you would watch or consume at the movie theater? And and, and this is don't please take this in the wrong way. I'm not trying to judge you or any way. I'm just trying to. I want to understand what what you kind of think is okay to watch or not okay I mean, to watch. It's, honestly, a lot of it's personal conviction. I mean, but. You know, I love I love Marvel movies, um, and of course they do have a little bit of cussing in them. But that's it's hard to pick a line. You know, I mean, I try to watch what I intake, and I try to consume a lot of Christian content. Even you know, with music, I, I listen to Christian music ninety nine percent of the time. You know, yeah, and see, that's I think that's probably where a majority of people fall onto mm-hmm. this onto this uh, I guess spectrum if you want to call it a spectrum I think I think it's very hard to uh, control worldly things and worldly desires mm-hmm. and uh, I'm not saying just because I have been no, not to the movie theater doesn't mean that I have not consumed sinful content um, I mean I've caught myself watching YouTube videos and um, I mean you can find sinful content uh, anywhere you look nowadays. Um, Not even looking for it. Yeah, yeah. Accidentally, you know? I, I'll tell you a story. You know, you know, the world and the enemy is trying to. Uh, they're trying to get the foot in the door anywhere they can get it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, as a, as a man, I struggle with lusting after women. I, I struggle with um, looking at pornography. You know, I mm-hmm. I have to fight that fight. You know. And I will tell you, one day I was listening on Spotify, and I'm not trying to bash Spotify. This is this is Spotify did not have. I don't believe it was Spotify's fault for doing this. Uh, I think they have a contract with a uh, marketing team, and the marketing team has a contract with content creators. But in the middle of my Christian playlist, you know, this playlist consists of hundreds of hours of Christian music. Mm-hmm. There was a TikTok ad in the middle of that. In the middle of that. Um, Playlist. I don't have Spotify Premium. I, pay, I listen to the ads, and this TikTok ad was very, very, very provocative. I mean, this uh, this woman had, of course, very showing clothes, very revealing clothes, mm-hmm. and I don't believe was acting very appropriately. Uh, she was kind of being uh, sexually, um, I guess, leaning, or she was uh, kind of flaunting sexually right yeah. in the middle of my Christian podcast listening to Christian music you know and that kind of hit me right in the wrong place because it was like how dare they break the word of God break the Christian music up with this TikTok ad and, and again I'm not blaming them for it I, I honestly believe that but that just shows you how easy it is to slip into sin mm-hmm. so uh Kind of changing the gears a little bit. Uh, I've I've felt in my life. This is just uh, I am blessed. I have two children, but I do not go to the movie theater 
Um, it's not that I don't I, I don't believe the movie theater is an evil place. Um, to be honest with you, I believe when Jesus got in my heart, he changed my desires. And so when I see sin and I see gross mis- misconduct in the theaters, I don't like it. I don't want to see it. So um, I know we kind of talked about the pre-show. Um, you know, there's been times I've watched Netflix series and I've gotten really into them. And kind of, well, Ryan and I were talking pre-show, but we were talking about kind of like Ozarks. Uh, Ozark, the show on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of us felt convicted. We watched a few episodes and was like, "Wow, we should not be watching yeah. this." You know, we we got that conviction, right? I mean, that is, that doesn't take away that it was, you know, an intriguing show, and it was certainly was entertaining. That's yes. why you yeah, know, yeah. people watched it. Uh, and see, I, and see, that's where I want to point out that Ryan and I are not perfect by any means. I don't want to sound like I'm self righteous here or holier than thou or anything like that. Um, and if they came out with good shows or good movies that aligned with my heart's desires, I would be the first one to go to the movie theater. Uh, I mean, I would I would not have any mm-hmm. opposition to going to Malco and watching the remaster of The Blind Side or um, Fireproof or, or any of those movies, you know, that are you know yeah. really uh, aligned with the Word of God. Um, but I I. F- I feel, this is just kind of my own personal feelings, I feel that the entertainment industry has become so convoluted today with sin that it's hard to watch any show with a clean conscience. Um, but uh, I believe, and the scripture can back me up with this, but the, the, the eyes are the gateway to your soul. So what you, kind of like what Ryan said in Proverbs, or Psalms, Psalms 4. Yeah, it's Proverbs 4. Proverbs 4. Yeah. Um, he said, you know, that you kind of have to abstain from evil. You know, like you, what you put in is what you're going to get out. You put trash in, you're going to get yeah, I mean, trash out. You know, that's. It could be a, a balance thing too, you know. I mean, I'm not going gonna, gonna to be honest with you. I don't consume Christian content 24-7, you know. I mean. And I don't either. That That's a hundred, that, I mean, that's kind of where we're flesh. That, you know, that's but, where we're. I mean, it's a balance. I mean, if you consume um, secular content, secular meaning non non Christian, twenty four seven. That's what you're gonna get out. I mean, you're not gonna feel um, near to God anymore. I mean, because you're not partaking in the things of God, you know. And you know, I, I've heard Tony talk about this, where there's some people who become so hardened in the sin, they don't feel the they don't feel like they're they don't feel conviction. They don't feel like what they're yeah, doing. No, is what's wrong with this? Yeah. yeah, right. What? Yeah, and that's a, a place I do not mm-hmm. ever hope to get to. Um, but uh, for my household, for my children, my wife and I, uh, we have made a rule about the TV and the TV programs that my children partake in, and that we have a very stringent rule that says uh, there's no content to be consumed in the house um, that does not educate us, does not edify us, or does not educa- uh, educate us in the, wor- the way of the Lord. And it's very hard. It is very hard. Nowadays, they're... Um, slipping in adult jokes and adult humor and kids shows that you think are absolutely innocent and you start taking a deep dive into them and you start realizing uh, you know the thing is um, Disney openly admitted this in a in an interview you know if they can persuade your children when they're young 
they don't have to worry about them when they get old. You know, if they can turn them when they get old or young, they don't have to worry about the agenda that they're going to follow when they get old. Um, so my, my, my children are sheltered, unfortunately. I guess that they're blessed. <laughs> I'm not gonna say unfortunately, but uh, you know they they watch Veggie Tales. They uh, they they watch shows that educate them and are I know for sure leading them in the right direction. But uh, what I do not want to do tonight is make it sound like Ryan and I are some righteous people who follow the law to a T and that we. Um, are holier than thou or better than thee and uh, tonight Ryan and I were kind of talking pre-show and I brought a verse to his attention and this is what uh, I do not want to make sure we're doing so it's uh, Matthew 7 verse 3 and it says why do you look at a speck that's in your brother's eye but do not notice a log that is in your own eye so I, I want to make it very clear that we're not trying to point blame here and say you should never go to the movie theater you're going straight to hell you're going to burn for eternity uh, I wanted to make it very clear and I speak for myself but I, I know Ryan's nodding at me right now but I have sin in my life I can tell you Ryan has sin in his life we're not saying it's a sin to go to the movie theater yes we're not going we're not saying it's a sin know. to go to the movie theaters we are saying that you should discern yourself yeah I mean be uh, careful what you watch I mean not all secular TV shows are bad I mean I'm not saying you can't go out here and, you know, like my sister, watch Salmon Cat, <laughs> stuff like that, you know. I mean, just uh, do the, pray for yourself, you know, and see what God lays in your heart to stay away from. I mean, what I wholeheartedly believe that there is, and I don't want to use the word neutral. Um, I don't want to be, I don't want to be neutral. You're either 100% for Jesus Christ or you're 0%. I mean, there's no, there's no 50-50. You can't, you can't straddle the fence with sin. You're either sinning or you're not sinning. But I will say, I believe there's entertainment out there that is not necessarily a sin. But I don't it's know. It's a distraction. You, it could be a distraction. A distraction. But I also yeah. believe there's no, um, there's no educational value. There's no. Uh, it's simply for entertainment purposes only. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just to sit there, open your mouth, drool, sit in a recliner pass away time do I think that's a good stewardship of your time absolutely not I think there's a lot of things in this world that we need to be doing Um, but I think that there I'm not saying if you watch TV that's a sin I I definitely believe there's content that can be consumed that has no educational or intrinsic value but is not a sin to consume Uh, I I think absolutely I um I grew up watching uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway? Very Im- Never Im- heard of it. Improv. Uh, yeah, I'm showing my age, right? It's an improv comedy show. Um, but this was back in the uh, late 90s, early 2000s when TV censorship was a whole lot more than it is today. It was comedic co- uh, comedy, um, but they kept it clean. Mm-hmm. You know, and, I, and I, I encourage you, if you can find something that keeps it clean... What is honestly funny? Uh, watch it. I mean, be, be amused by entertainment. That's what it's there yeah. for. I know a lot of Christian comedians. You know, um, what's that guy's name that the church recently went to go watch? Oh, I know who you're talking about. Give me a second. Um, he plays the guitar. Yeah. I, I, the, his name Dude, I watched me. him the other day. I forgot his name though. I know Tony loves him too. Yeah. 
I, I know who you're talking about. Of course, John Chris is one of them. He's a good Christian comedian, and uh, Michael Jr. is another one. Man, what's this guy's name? I can't think of it right now. Yeah, you need to to look at. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I love his YouTube series when he does the inappropriate wedding songs. <laughs> to, to all see. I gotta do is go through my watch history. Yeah, so yeah, yeah of course. And, and by all means, I'm not saying don't consume that content. That that has a place uh, to de-stress and relax. Um, certainly has a place. Um, and that's kind of when I flipped a coin here um, because. Tim Hawkins. Tim Hawkins. That's yes, the guy. I love that's him. That's certainly the guy. He's awesome. So I kind of want to change gears here and ask the second prompt to what I asked the artificial intelligence. So we already kind of established that this artificial intelligence is not that intelligent. It's <laughs> it will very very oftenly very be very confidently wrong. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. It has no conscience, you know. Um, but I asked the prompt. I said, what does the Bible say about doing worldly things? And it says, the Bible offers various perspectives on engaging with worldly things. Some passages warning against it, becoming too absorbed in material things, pursuit, while others encourage responsibility, stewardship of resources, and enjoyment of God's given blessings. The following verses are for some guidance on the topic. So it gave me 1 John two fifteen through 17 Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 8, and it gave me Philippians 4, 11 through 13. So if we read through these, so 1 John 2, 15 through 17 says, Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, love the Father is not in them. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world. The world and its desires pass away, but whosoever does the will of God lives forever. And you know, I was quite pleased with the answer that this artificial intelligence mm-hmm. prompt gave me. That's a very good scripture to to quote, to consecrate yourself, to set yourself aside, mm-hmm. uh, and to be different. In the eyes of the Lord. I mean, it's, it's, it spells it out there black and white. Do not consume the things of the world. But if you go to the second scripture it gave me, it says, Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 8. It says, there's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to uproot. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build. A time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones, and a time to gather them, a time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to search, and a time to give up, a time to keep, and a time to throw away, a time to tear, and a time to mend, a time to be silent, and a time to speak. So if you read that scripture, to me it makes it sound like Everything in this world was intended to be used as a blessing from God. Mm-hmm. That was the intent, right? And they each have their time and place. In their time and place. So in that verse, it makes it sound like, um, to me, and, and kind of you can speak in at any time that you feel mm-hmm. this is different. You know, there's a time to watch comedy. There's a time to 
watch rom-coms with yeah. your wife. And like I said, it's all about balance, you know? Balance is with everything, not just what you eat, what you consume. Um, like you're saying, there's a time and a place for everything. And I, I have to say I agree with this passage. Um, I believe that there's a time for everything. There's a time and a place for everything. Yeah. I also think that doing the right thing at the wrong time can be just as detrimental as doing the wrong thing at the right time. And in the scripture, this is an axe, and I can go find it. Uh, but when the Ark of the Covenant was coming into town, and the Ark of the Covenant began to slide off the holder, mm-hmm. and the servant reached out and to hold it, and the serpent or the servant was turned into stone. He was turned into a pillar of stone. Right? He thought he was doing the right thing, but he was doing the wrong at the wrong time. You know, if we if 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 I was to ask myself, would I have done the same thing? Absolutely. If if the most holy thing that God had given the creation to that point was falling onto the dirty ground, we'd all be mm-hmm. reaching out. I mean, that, I mean, that seems like common sense, yeah. right? But it was the right thing at the wrong time. Um, just because you're doing the right thing doesn't mean you're doing it at the right time. You know, those things have to kind of yeah. come into agreement. Um, so, in that aspect, if you went to the movie theater to consume godlike content, I don't see a problem with it. I absolutely don't see anything wrong with that picture. I think the problem is, again, rising when, when you start abusing the time aspect of it or you start abusing the content of it. You know, you start viewing those things that have sexual scenes in them and lust and cussing and um, cursing God, you know. Um, I, I believe this, and, may, and Ryan, please uh, step in here. I believe when God comes into your heart and you ask him to align desires of his will to your heart, I believe he takes away the desire to sin. Um, I think that sin that used to uh, entertain you or used mm-hmm. to, you're going to f- talk about that personal conviction. And again, I, I don't know where it says it in the scripture about personal conviction. I've, I've heard it argued that personal conviction is not a thing, that Holy Spirit uh, is leading your life. But I believe that the Holy Spirit leans into you and to tell you right from wrong. Going back to that desire to sin, though, I do believe He does take away the desire to sin, but that doesn't mean we don't slip up at times, you know? But I think the enemy definitely gives the enticing to be sinful in a very strong way. I think the enticing of the enemy can sometimes overwhelm you for your desires. I I definitely believe that. And, you know, like you said, He does change the the desires of your heart. Like... uh, if I went back one day and I thought about how I lived before, you know, I'm like, dude, I can't believe I did this, you know. <laughs> that that was I, that was smart back then, you know. That was a smart thing to do. Now it's, it looks stupid, you know. You're questioning, and I think uh, I think the Holy Spirit definitely gives you that questioning mindset of your normal changes. Um, normal is no longer normal. Yeah, yeah. So what you used to think was fun and cool and normal, when you get changed, I believe I, I wholeheartedly. Yeah, believe it could this. take it could take a over time too to change. 
But I wholeheartedly believe, you know, the old man dies, that old man passes away. Yeah. Right. Um, so you're going to look back at your life and say, how could I even be <laughs> doing those things? How could I even done those things that looked when you look back now through your hindsight glasses, you're like, that was the most stupid thing mm-hmm. that I could have possibly done in those lives. Right. Yeah. And hindsight, of course, is always 2020. Um, but I, I believe that if you seek the father's will every single day, you, you wake up and you're seeking the father's will. Mm-hmm. I think it is going to become more difficult for you to sin. I, I, I honestly believe yeah, that yeah. you're... I mean, you have to stay in that constant headspace, too. I mean, it's hard to do sometimes, honestly. I, I, I would agree with that. But I definitely believe you start you start reading the scripture every day. Mm-hmm. You start singing worship music yeah, every it'll day. It'll change your outlook. On it'll change your outlook. But I honestly believe it's going to be very difficult to... You know, Tony jokes about this, and I, he's probably going to kill me for saying this. But do you know he... He talks about how to control masturbation, right? How to control lust. And, you know, this is like a very childlike action. But he says, you know, the best way to control lust and the best way to control masturbation, he says, is when you start getting the desire to help yourself. Yeah. Right? He said, if you'll just sit there and sing, Jesus loves me, this I know. He said, I promise you, (laughs) I promise you. Those lustful thoughts that you had in your head are going to disappear very yeah. quickly. You know, and, and I know we joke about that. It's but, comedic, but I mean, it works. But it works, right? Yeah. It definitely works. If you start filling yourself up with the will of God, and you start filling him, filling yourself up with God's yeah. word, and you start filling yourself up with, and you start hanging out with people who are Christ-like, and yeah. you start it's changing change your, your ways, heart and change your and desires. change your heart. Yeah. It, it's going to definitely be a whole lot harder to fall back into those ways. Um, and, you know, if you have that temptation, I mean, I watched this pastor the other day. He struggled with pornography, too. And even at the slightest temptation, he will reach out to people and text them, like, hey, pray for me. You know, mm-hmm. this temptation was knocking at my door. And I 100% believe, I mean, uh, we, we kind of shared in the first episode, pornography. I mean, I was addicted to pornography. I mean, mm-hmm. that was... You know, everyone talks about their drug of choice, you know, whether it's marijuana or cocaine, drinking, alcohol, um, cigarettes. Mine was pornography. My drug of choice was pornography. And pornography will take you further than you ever want to go. And it'll mm-hmm. take you deeper than you ever think you ever want to go. It, the thing is about pornography, it's just like any other drug. You start out with that one puff of a cigarette. But the next time that puff of cigarette doesn't give you the same high, the same dopamine and serotonin release as what it did before. So now you got to take two two puffs and three puffs. Pornography is the same way. Chasing that white horse. You're chasing the white horse. You're never going to be satisfied, mm-hmm. right? Um, but, you know, I, you know, one of the things I found that really, really worked for me is accountability partners. Mm-hmm. You know, if you um, – there's a software out there, and I, I – it. The name forgets it, it goes. It goes past me here. Is it Covenant Eyes? Covenant Eyes. Yeah. That's the one. Um, I had um, some men in my life through an encounter. They told me about Covenant Eyes, mm-hmm. and when you start making your browser history and browser search and all that, open other people to yeah. your friends, you're a lot more uh, thoughtful before you start typing things in, uh, and that really did help me. And that is a paid resource, um, but no, there is yeah. another way. Um, there is a setting, and if you have an iPhone, there's a setting that you could go to. I forget what it's called. Let me see real quick. It is called a screen time, and you could 
block certain websites and to access those websites you have to have a code and you can get your friend to set the code for you that way you can't get in it that's and i'm not saying that you sometimes addictions take outside resources yeah uh, I, I i'm saying i wholeheartedly believe and have faith in prayer and fasting but sometimes you got to take the brute force actions to get the mm-hmm. results that you want um Dave Ramsey says this, but he says, in order to get something you never got before, you got to do something you never did before. Uh, you know, and I, I love that saying. I love, like, that's like, that's like the textbook answer of following Jesus Christ. I tried sin before. It didn't work for me. In order to get different results, I got to try something different. The definition of insanity oh, is you're doing... Oh, insane, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and again, expecting different results. So, um... But yes, that's uh, that's kind of my points of view. Uh, I definitely think you should abstain from worldly things as much as possible. But I do understand how difficult that is. I, I am saying that I deal with the struggles that each and every one of you deal with every day. And I, going go. back, we're not saying that you know all secular is considered a sin. No, that's not right. Right. Yeah, yeah I mean, we're not saying I mean, that. We're, we're just saying, use, only saying discernment. you have to discernment of yeah, spirits, I mean, and that, that kind of takes me into the next topic. <laughs> Perfect segue there. Uh-huh. I asked, this was the f- third and final prompt, I asked this artificial intelligence, and I said, what does the Bible say about discerning spirits? And it says, the Bible instructs Christians to be able to discern spirits in order to determine whether the message teaching is from God or from a false source. This is emphasized in several passages in the New Testament, particularly in the letters of the Apostle Paul. For example, in 1 Corinthians 12.10, Paul writes, To another, the working of miracles, to another, prophecy, to another, discerning spirits, to another, Divers kind uh, kinds of t- different uh, different of kinds of tongues to another interpretation of tongues. So this is uh, at First Corinthians. This is the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Right? This is like, we hear this all the time. The gifts of the Holy Spirit um, and discerning spirits is uh, a gift from the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can get wrapped up into the gifts of the Holy Spirit and denominations and all that. Um, I believe that God gave you all the gifts of the spirits and he reigns them as he feels necessary to as to use them. I don't think that a single person is given a single gift and they can't stray outside that gift. I think you I think we as Christians have the ability to speak in tongues when we need to speak in tongues. I think we have the ability mm-hmm. to heal people when we need to heal people. I think we But I honestly believe and I struggle with this myself. We should pray about everything. Pray without ceasing. Where's to say that at? And I would love to look that up. Yeah, let me um, let me look it up real quick. I was gonna say that is a the the scripture very much says that we should pray even about the simple things. You know, uh, I mean, all, all you're doing is having conversation with God, your best friend, right? Yeah. Right. And the person who knows everything. I mean, that seems pretty <laughs> wise to me. You know, um, it's First Thessalonians five sixteen through seventeen. It says, "Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances." For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And today in Sunday school, they kind of like hit right on that. And they said like, you know, people think, oh, this is too small for God. I don't I don't need to pray about this. No. There's nothing too small or big for God. Like God wants to just be in your life as a your relationship. Walk it with you, you know. Um, so I definitely think 
if there's ever a question, ever a question whether that spirit is from the enemy or from God, I, you definitely need to be sitting there, getting on your knees, in your prayer closet, praying and fasting and seeking the truth. Because I can tell you right now, if something brings you fear, that's not of the yeah. Holy Spirit. If something brings you to sin, lust to, you know, any, I mean, think of any sin. If it brings you to that point, that spirit is not of the, not of the, the father, it's of the enemy, you know. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why that was so, pro, you know, hit me right in the, the face. It was so profound today that it was just like some people believe that their problems are too small or too big for God. It's like, how dare you question the most obanescent, mighty God who created you? Mm-hmm. How can you think that something's too small for Him? So I definitely think like praying on everything. And uh, Ryan and I were discussing this, you know, do we do we need to start prayer before every episode? And him and I prayed pre-show, but we did not record it. And uh, we kind of want you guys' opinion on that. Do you do you do do our listeners want to hear us? pray before every show um do they want us to include them in our in our prayers we want your opinion Mm -hmm. Um, so tonight um i'm going to kind of give the details so we are on spotify soundcloud amazon music youtube music and that one's a big question mark we're going to make sure that we're getting published there we had some (laughs) questions tonight but uh, we're going to make sure and Apple Music. Yeah, so those five Apple places. Podcasts. Apple they're, they're Podcasts. Different yeah, yeah. Apple always has to be their own thing, right? There's, <laughs> <laughs> there's a running joke that Corey hates everything with Apple on it. <laughs> and Ryan loves it all. Lo- anything that says I it's, anything says Ryan after it. Uh, it's, very user friendly. I have to disagree. I agree <laughs> to disagree. Uh, that's why we made this show, is because Ryan and I are on opposite thoughts on most things so that's going back to a topic we had earlier i was i was looking it up um talking about the desires of your heart this goes back to that and it's the people you hang around can really affect that um, right here it says do not be deceived this is first first corinthians fifteen thirty three. do not be deceived bad company ruins good morals and uh here's another verse it goes back to what should we consume, you know? Proverbs, no, sorry, Romans twelve two. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. I mean, I think you hit it on the nail. Uh, yeah. Right on the head of the nail. You know, um, pray about it, really. <laughs> discern what, what the will discern, of God yes, is. Yes. Pray about I mean, everything. That's pretty simple. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty clear instructions. But we uh, we want to hear from you guys. We want to hear. Uh, did Ryan and I get this episode wrong tonight? Are we? What's way, your opinions on? Yeah. This? What's your opinions? What's your beliefs? Uh, we we want to hear from you. Our, our email is the unqualified commission at gmail dot com. Um, we kind of pointed this out in the introduction, but please, please, um, our wives, our significant others, they read these emails as well. Respect them. And please keep this, keep the, we're all for some, uh, what do you call that? Something, criticism? uh, Constructive criticism. Constructive criticism. That's the word. You have to forgive me. I uh, I forget language sometimes, so forgive me. But, But 
if you have differences in opinion, difference in views, that, that's that's what this show is for is to mm-hmm. is to kind of bring us all closer, iron sharpening yeah. iron, unify, um, you know, unifying yeah. us, yeah. Um, but please, again, um, be respectful in those emails. Uh, be courteous of others. Uh, please don't jab at us. Again, we've we, we've said it. We are sinners. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That's that's the wrong. We're all products of grace. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. We're all here by amazing grace from Jesus Christ. Um, So, again, we encourage you to email us. Uh, We are also looking for topics. We're also Mm -hmm. looking for guests. Um, Ryan and I have both been talking to some gentlemen and ladies who are interested in coming to our show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have some testimonies that we want to share. We have some uh, good stories, some bad stories, some. Uh, we got good things in the works. Yeah, good things in the works. So yeah, we definitely want to continue this, but uh, we want to know what you guys want to uh, hear from us. But that that's uh, been the second episode of the Unqualified Podcast, Unqualified Commission Podcast. Forgot the commission part, right? The most <laughs> important part of our mission. But I'm Corey. This is Ryan. And we are out. See you next time.